Industrial IoT is not consumer IoT, especially when it comes to networking and devices not being permanently connected. Steffi and Phil are here to show us and tell us about the use of nested edge, which is a new feature of IoT Edge, to address some specific scenarios of industrial IoT networks. That's today on the IoT Show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the IoT Show. Thanks for watching us. We will talk industrial IoT today and more particularly networks. Uh, and for that, I have Steffi and Phil. We're calling from Europe. Hey, guys, how are you? Hi. Fine. Thanks. So let's go, let's go with some introductions to start with. So Steffi, tell us about you. Who are you? Where are you coming calling from? And what are you doing in life? So basically, I'm an IoT technical specialist from Germany, so Europe, as you already said. Uh, I'm in my sixth year at Microsoft, and basically, I come from the very technical side. So I am quite a geek. I'm the SME for Azure App, for example. And yeah, I'm also working a lot with Phil on industrial IoT topics, and I'm glad to be here. Nice. How about you, Phil? Hey, Olivier. Hi, Steffi. Yeah, I'm Phil. I'm an IoT architect in the Microsoft Technology Center in Munich, Germany. And my job is to help customers really understand the, um, the technologies that we have, um, particularly around IoT. And this is what um, this, this demo has come out of, is being able to show customers how um, we use nested edge in industrial environments. Nice. So is it fair to say you, you both are on a day-to-day, -day, you know, engaging with actual customers in the industrial world, right? So you're, yeah. um, what you're going to come up with today is an ex like a discussion around uh, some of the, of the particular aspects of industrial environments and how they affect IoT scenarios, uh, especially when it comes to connecting devices with each other or to the internet, right? Yeah, so, exactly. That's the topic. Steffi, you put it you put it really interestingly when we were uh, discussing and preparing for this IT show. Um and you, you had this uh the thing about you know consumer IoT is not equal to industrial IoT. So tell us a bit more about this and how is industrial IoT, especially when it comes to networks, different from consumer IoT? Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Olivier. So basically, um, there is a main difference between consumer IT and industrial IT when it comes to network isolation and also to actually the connection uh, possibilities to the internet. So let's start with consumer IoT. So in consumer IoT, you normally you have sensors that can connect to the internet and you have maybe a lot of different protocols around there or even a 5G connection or a mobile phone or whatever. In industrial IoT, you have quite the opposite. So you have a very isolated network that is uh, most of the time even cons consisting of different layers between the very bottom layer where there is there are the components of a machine or whatever, and the mm -hmm. top layer where you actually have maybe connection to the internet. So it's a very very restricted environment where we uh, where we move in. And this is why in those environments where mostly uh, uh, um, uh, mostly shopful customers are residing in, um, this is actually where IoT Edge shines. 
And um, in these environments, what's so special also is that the network perimeter fence is the one and only defense against um, hacking or whatever. So this is why it's so important for them to have a very isolated network uh, with machines that are not connected to the internet at all times. Um, and so coming back to these layers that I've already mentioned. So basically it's following the so-called ISA 95 architecture slash standard where you define multiple layers. So you can see here on the slide, it's uh, typically five layers and uh, only the top layer, as I already mentioned, has connection to the internet. And the question that we get a lot from customers is how can I actually keep what I've already, what I have and what used me well for the last 20 years, but also use um, IoT Edge and the cool cloud technologies. So this is actually yeah. the question that we received. So that, that's, that's interesting you're saying that, Steffi, because, um, you know, industrial IoT is, is something, is a, maybe a new term, but having networks and interconnected devices that we call machine to machine connectivity is not yeah. new. And, the industrial world actually has had that for some time. And we come up with like, hey, we need to connect all that to internet to harness, you know, uh, you know, all the data and extract the insights and so on. But in reality, yes, they have been doing investments in their infrastructures and they don't want to change that. And uh, one question I want to have before, you, before I let you continue is ISA 95 is, is a standard. How, do you know how long it's been around? Because that's something which is kind of relevant because it's it's actually been there for some time. It's not something brand new, right? Yes. So it's it's actually there. So it was actually first. <laughs> so ISA yeah. 95 is a standard that's actually uh, there for a long time already. Um, and we actually, we are trying to adapt to the standard right now. Um, so to actually uh, use... Uh, both worlds, so that one, the one that is already there and actually served uh, manufacturing customers well, right? Um, so defining the standard makes sense in, this, in these environments. Um, Love it. Love yeah. it. Since you're starting to you're starting to say, you know, uh, how we are basically addressing that. So what are the solutions that we're bringing to the table, um, you know, to address that uh, that situation of a network that is not totally connected to the internet, but still we want to control, visualize, uh, and and interact with these devices. Exactly. So uh, we released um, a service called uh, Nested Edge for IoT Edge last November in public preview. Um, and this is our approach to actually um, tackle with uh, ISO 95 scenarios and uh, the standard, so to actually be compliant to it. Um, and what we provide with this Nested Edge technology sitting on top of the IoT Edge runtime is uh, that we can First, um, adhere to the to the network isolate, isolation, meaning the devices can stay disconnected even on the lower layers, and can talk to the top uh, to the um, to the layer that is nearest to them in terms of hierarchy. But at yeah. the same time, we can fully address and control and manage those devices, even if they are not connected uh, through the cloud. Um, nice. And at the same time, at the same time, it's it's possible to even establish a bidirectional communication between the cloud and the disconnected devices on the shop floor. Um, however, the customer wants the only and, thing. And all of that, all of that, without breaking the firewalling between the layers, yeah, right? Exactly. Exactly. So we 
do not open additional ports, inbound ports, for example, on the lower layers, or we don't break up uh, their firewall settings or, or something like that. So we, we really try to sit on top of what's already there and to integrate with that what's already there. We don't want to force customers to change the whole infrastructure to connect with the cloud or to manage the disconnected devices. Um, so the reason for that is, uh, uh, so that's actually why we brought um, Nested Edge in. Um, mm -hmm. And what we actually see is uh, quite the demand from customers to understand what we are trying to do. And to actually, um, they we had a lot of customers, Phil and I, and uh, where we tried this out already, when it was just released uh, after one week, we already had some customers engagements. They are really interested in the solution. Nice, and we'll see in a minute how, right? Because Phil is going to chime in and will we'll show us a nice demo of an actual infrastructure that he has in his little uh, office there uh, at home that, that is basically an actual implementation with actual IT edge boxes and uh, his own ISA 95 network. So Phil, you know, tell us a bit about this demo you're about to show us. Hey, Olivier. Yeah, so what we've built up um, over here in my in my home office is a, um, like you say, a, a representative industrial network. So what you can see on the um, on the slides here is how this maps. So we've actually gone and implemented with industrial PCs um, a um, an edge implementation on layer three, on layer four, and layer five, and those are separated by firewall rules. So it means that um, the upper layers, so layer five, can't actually see down into the into the lower layers, and we've only punched very small holes into those firewalls so that the layer three edge, for example, can just very specifically speak to the um, to the layer four gateway and then the layer four gateway up to the um, layer five gateway. So this is how it looks in in practice. So we we have here our our layer five, our layer four, and our layer three, um, and they are going to be um, effectively connecting and communicating through each other. So that means that um, this is making the hop over to, to L4 and, and L4 is making the hop to L5. That's one of the things that we want to show today. The other thing we want to show is actually when you have an industrial IoT deployment, um, manageability of the um, of the deployments is important. So we're going to show how layered deployments, um, a feature that's been around for a little while, already, mm -hmm. how that really comes into its own when we start um, looking at nested edge. Okay, well, let's see it. So if we just take a quick look into the um, into the IoT hub, so we can see that we have our, our three devices here, they're all healthy and, and running. Um, if we looked at, for example, uh, a device in, um, in layer four, we can see that there are um, a, a parent relationship has had to be defined. So we've already declared that that needs to connect up to the um, to the next device. And then we've created a, a number of deployments that can be seen here. So this is the automatic deployment feature within, um, within IoT Hub. We can see that we have a few ones here called, called deployments. These are our standard ones and that they've, be, they've been applied to our devices. And then we see these new ones, these um, these layers as well. So to actually understand what we have within um, within these layers, and we can see we use our, everyone's favorite tool, um, Visual Studio Code um, for that. So we can see our devices that are connected here. 
And then if we just have a look at, um, for example, the deployment for the um, for the nested edge, so this would be layer four and layer three. And what we can see is that it looks pretty standard. There's only a few things that um, that jump out if you're used to seeing this um, this manifest. So, for example, we're no longer defining the uh, Microsoft Container Registry. We're using this cryptic um, upstream keyword. So this just tells our nested edge to go up to its parent to ask for this container. We can also nice. see that we're just having to, in the preview, just enable this, um, this functionality um, as well. Um, where things start to get interesting is if we look at the, the layers that get applied on top. So this is a far smaller manifest than you'd be used to um, in, in an edge deployment. And we really are just defining the delta on top of um, the, the base deployment. So in this case, what we're saying is um, my layer four needs to be able to support um, the, the lower device. And for all that, we need this special container called the API proxy. So we need to additionally define that. And um, so we bring in these, these extra values. And the IoT Hub is clever enough to be able to then um, patch these two um, deployments together to create one single manifest that goes down to, um, to the device. Uh, like that. So Phil, let me, let me ask you a question here real quick, because I see you looking into deployment manifest in VS Code and so on, but it triggers a question to me, which is, well, first, um, how many of these edge devices would we expect usually? Because there is a scaling question here, like you're manually setting up some files here, but I would assume that in an actual setup, you have X many devices that you need to manage that might need specific configuration. So what is the scaling capabilities here and how do you recommend um, customers do that and do that deployment and configuration of these um, edge devices? Yeah, so it's unlike um, consumer IT where you might see hundreds of thousands of devices. Typically in an industrial setting, you may see tens, but you may see hundreds um, of these edge devices and that already presents that, um, that management nightmare or headache that you've already, already mentioned. So you can see here, I'm using tooling that's very much designed for developers. So in my IDE, I'm able to interact with it. But as with everything in Azure, you've, you've got the APIs, you've got the ability to programmatically do everything that we're doing here as well. And so you build up then the um, the layer on top, for example, um, operators to to be able to manage this. Um, but even mm. within this this development environment, it's actually pretty easy to start really interacting with the um, the devices. So, as one example, um, what we can see in um, at the moment is that we have uh, data coming in from um, our level four and our level five. Um, yep. What we'd like to be able to do is perhaps. Um, let our layer three start sending some some temperature data. And what we can do is actually use the the module twin. So we're used to this concept of the device twin in IoT Hub, but every module in um, in Edge has one as well. And what we can do for the simulated temperature sensor is just change the um, the parameter, update that module twin. We get a a, a nice successful error, um, successful message back there. And what we're showing here is despite the fact that the layer three has no internet connection, it has to make these two hops, we're still able to, from a centralized location from the cloud, we're able to interact and control this device. And we actually straight away, we see that um, we're starting to see um, in red data coming from, from level three. Yeah, we can also and, 
And you were sharing the interaction with device twin in the dev tool, but we have APIs that allows you actually to create your own application that the operator will be using. Hey, start sending data from that device, right? So there's going to be a button for him in some whatever interface or companion app, whatnot, that interacts with IoT Hub to set up that module remotely. So that's that's pretty interesting. You're showing the dev tool, but people need to think about it as a feature of an end-to-end -end solution that operators will be interacting with. Yeah, absolutely. So um, exactly as you said, we're using those mechanisms to be able to, um, to do that from the dev tooling. But for example, you may have a UI that allows the operator to restart a module. And in the background, when they click that simple button, we will be sending via the IoT Hub, we'll be sending this direct method, for example, to be able to restart a module. And then that will allow the operator to actually um, affect um, the 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 running of the device, um, but using using um, user friendly interfaces. It could be even a, a, a power app. It can be something on a mobile. It can be on a on an operator screen within the within the factory. But we're still using the same the same methods. I see. Nice. The last thing that we wanted to show here is um, we've shown how we can interact with the device. Um, but a really powerful feature of the edge, as well as the nested edge that comes into its own on industrial settings is the fact that it can store and forward messages. So if we have a connectivity issue, we're then able to recover from that gracefully and get all our messages in order all being pushed, um, pushed through to the cloud. So if we have a look um, back at our, our devices, in the meantime, we've seen that our level four edge based on that restart has actually started its, its numbering um, back from the beginning. Mm -hmm. But what we're going to do is simulate a, a, an unplanned outage. So if somebody's come along, they've, they've tripped over the cables, and um, they've knocked our two um, gateways out. And what we can see in the, in the data straight away is that um, we've lost um, our L3 and our L4. Um, we're only getting messages from our level 5 edge. Mm -hmm. um, that's fine. Somebody notices their mistake. You'd also, in a, in a production setting, you'd set up some monitoring so that an alarm goes off so you can tell that the data is not coming through anymore. But in this case, they've, they've recognized their mistake pretty quickly and they, they plug back in. So I've just plugged in L3 and there we go. And I've just plugged in L4. And what we can see is straight away, all those messages in order are being pushed back into the, into the IoT hub and the whole nice. system just resumes as if, um, as if nothing happened. Nice. And because of timestamps, like if you ingest that in a time series tool, you know, like this, it's it's almost transparent. You've not seen anything there. You can't see what, what what's happened. You just see that the 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 message sent timestamp, that's exactly as 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 intended. It just gets received by the IoT hub a little bit later. Pretty straightforward demo, Phil. Thanks a lot for that. Um and, and Steffi for that explanation as well. So you guys put together a blog post and actually go through all of that in more details. Uh, so we definitely invite people to go there. Um, there's a GitHub repo as well for implementing uh, a no similar demo, right, Phil? Yeah, exactly. So particularly around the layered manifest, it's not always um, self-explanatory. And so what we've done is we've put all of the um, the assets that we've used to create this demo there in the GitHub and, and would love people to, um, to be able to use those. Nice. So as always, feedback is welcome. Go check out the blog post down there. So agrms slash IoT show slash nested edge in IIoT, like industrial IoT. Steffi, Phil, thanks a lot 
for today's presentation and demo. Um, really presented Nested Edge in a very interesting scenario. Uh, I look forward to eventually have you back on the show. And everyone, thanks for watching. See you soon. Bye. Thanks, Olivier. Bye-bye. Thanks.